This is the 210 Podcast, where we show you how to have more as a busy professional woman while still enjoying the mommy life. We are your hosts, Dr. Amy Steele and Dr. Carol Broxton. Welcome again to our podcast listeners. We're glad you stopped by and we hope this podcast brings you a renewed perspective on being a busy mom. Well, Carol, it's yet another episode in COVID-19 quarantine. We're seeing our states kind of relax their standards a little bit, but we're still in this kind of stage of lockdown. So how has life been for you this week? Pretty good and quite interesting. It was funny you say that, you know, about being on lockdown. Well, somebody did a live podcast in Tallahassee, Florida, well, where I live, and Ross was open. And there was a line outside with so many people, children, wow. people with no mask on, people not social distancing. It's like when they heard the news, you can go out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of mind blowing just seeing it like, no, stay home. <laughs> right. Well, and it's kind of yeah, just because everything's open doesn't mean it's over. Go That's ahead, right. honey. I said it's kind of disheartening because you see people going out and you're kind of I'm so surprised and shocked by it. But then I'm thinking in about two to three weeks, we're going to see an uptick of cases. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's just best to just stay home a little bit longer if you can, if you can. Yes. If you can stay, please stay home. Yeah. I, I don't know that I need something from Ross or Marshalls or TJ Maxx enough to, you know, be in a line full of people like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I might come in late, late, late at night, like right before yeah. the door closed or something like that, but I'm not coming in early. <laughs> no, no. And if you see the line, like keep going, just, just drive on by. <laughs> That's right. Stay on. On. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start. Our topic off will be about nutrition. So we're going to discuss a topic that I love, and that is food. How about you, Amy? Oh, yeah. I love food. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> well, I enjoy eating food. So all of my food food lovers, let's have fun talking about food. You know, food can be nutrition for your body or poison to your health. Nutrition is the process of providing and obtaining the food necessary for health and growth. During this time of quarantine, I don't know about you, but we are at liberty to eat all day long. And I don't know about you, but emotional I am, an emotional eater. I just love eating. And sometimes it's because I'm bored, the anxiety, and sometimes it's even fear of everything that is going on. So how do we combat living to eat into a mission, eat? to live. So Amy, what are some issues that you and your family might be having during this time of quarantine and your eating habits? You know, kind of the same as you just kind of eating from an emotional place. You know, my family just kind of thinks that every 10 to 20 minutes is a good time to go and visit the kitchen. And, <laughs> you know, they just don't have stamina to stay at the table and do their work without having food at the table. So, yeah. so it's been interesting. <laughs> I've definitely found myself cooking more. And, you know, even when restaurants were still opening, they're still opening and, you know, having this takeout type service, I still want to go and cook, but we're saving money. I mean, I want to go get takeout, but we're also saving money from not eating out so much because we're on the not on the road as much. But my yeah. family is, you know, just kind of, I don't know, they're just eating out of control. Let me just say that. <laughs> That's what we're doing. <laughs> 
Yes, and I can I can so relate. And I always tease my kids, and I'm like, nothing's changed. You can hold the refrigerator open all day, but nothing changed. Like whatever was in there early, <laughs> nothing's right. changed from that point. You know, stop eating everything. So my my husband and sons are foodies, and they love eating great meals. They live to eat. But my girls, now they are picky. So they eat to live. And myself, I eat a balanced diet, but my weakness is sweets. That's my hoo-hoo-hoo. That that gets me in trouble, right? I love little Debbie snacks and anything made of chocolate. So I have an emote when I'm, I'm emotional and stressing out. I start eating my little Debbie snacks and I don't eat them all at one time now. So I don't want y'all thinking I just grab the box and just go in. It's right. just like I get to then I wait, then I just get one, then I do something else, then I get another one. And then before you know it, you go back for the box and it's like, oh my gosh, the box is empty. <laughs> I sat here and literally just went through a box of Debbie snacks, but you don't feel guilty at first because you just eat one then you might eat two and you're not doing it at one time. And before you know it, it's like, oh my gosh, I just sat here and ate all these little Debbie snacks and by myself because my husband be like, what happened to the damn sense? Like, oh, oh man, I, I, they were here. I thought we had some. Right. And before I know it, and I'm looking at rappers like, did I eat like the whole box? That's funny. The Debbie snack, where? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, I don't think I ate them all. But when you start adding up the rappers, it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize, you know, I just went through this whole box of Debbie snacks. Right. So, Amy, do you have a, do you have a full week, weakness, like something you just can't go without or always crave? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Bluebell ice cream. Bluebell ice cream oh, from Texas. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it is. What's your favorite? What what kind of flavor do you like? My favorite is butter pecan. My second favorite is cookies and cream. Third favorite, homemade vanilla. And then, of course, I'll do oh. a Neapolitan anytime. So, oh my yeah. gracious, we are twins. I can kill a pint of bluebell butter pecan in one sitting. So, I have to control myself. I have to tell myself only eat X amount or scoop it out into a smaller bowl. But what I find myself yeah. doing is if I scoop it out into a smaller bowl, then I'll put the, you know, the pint up and then I'll go back and get another small bowl worth of ice cream. So, <laughs> And next time I'll say, well, I'm already going to get two. So let me just take the whole pint. And before you know it, the pint is gone. So I have a problem. Exactly. <laughs> I know. The, see, that's what I'm talking about. I know that feeling. So how do we take control of our eating habits? Food is a necessity to live and it's something we should enjoy. You can eat healthy and be happy. I know that I'm an emotional eater, so I have to address like the issue that is stressing me out. Then do something that I enjoy. Go for a walk, read a good book or complete a project or a workout. So, Amy, how do you deal with your stress eating? Well, I think one of the things that I had to do at one point was stop buying the stuff. So if I don't buy it, it's not there. So that's one. And two, mm -hmm. I would really like now I run every morning or I try to run every morning. I'm still like a 90, 85 to 90% success rate at running every morning. Running helps so that when, cause I feel like when you're exercising, you don't crave the sweets and the sugars as much. And so that's been really helpful. And then mm -hmm. replacing some of my artificial sugars with, you know, some of the fruit sugars like strawberries, bananas, those kind of things. That has helped as well. So that's what I do to maintain some type of level of consistency with food and cravings. 
See, that sounds awesome. So let's talk about healthy habits, just what you were saying, that can help us to maintain a balanced nutritional lifestyle. Meal prepping is very beneficial. I love, love, love the meal prepping to a healthy eating and budgeting. And you brought that up earlier. You know, now that COVID is going on and we know we before the everything opened up, we were kind of stuck in the house and it kind of forced you to, you know, cook and you're not eating out all the time, being able to mm-hmm. save some money. So that's beneficial. And it also creates a schedule, it creates scheduled eating, accountability of what you're eating, and then also helps set a consistent budget. And for me, I am a essential worker. So I'm working Monday through Friday. So I have to plan out my meals. I go ahead and plan out my meals, what I'm going to have for the week. And I keep it really simple. So that weekend, I buy what I'm going to have. And some things, examples, for example, examples are I like salads, tuna, hummus, fruit, things that I enjoy that's simple, something that's kind of quick to eat, but not too heavy because I feel sluggish Mm -hmm. after I've had something heavy. So it's nice to have something that's light and tastes good and healthy. And to be honest now, I do have to add this in here. Now I have a colleague, a pharmacist, her name is Kara. She's an amazing cook. And there are times she will bring these dishes that will spoil us like so, so, so good. And sometimes they're not healthy, but they taste so good. So it's not like every single day I'm like eating a salad or something. So sometimes I have moments of being spoiled. But you know what? It's okay to enjoy our food, but we just have to keep in mind portion control. So I have to watch myself. Like she brings something good. I'm like, all right, I had whatever she brought. And I'm gonna stop. Right. Like my brain, like just get a little more, <laughs> just a just little get a more. one more bite, just a little just more, one more bite. <laughs> yes. And so I have to tell myself, no, 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 no. Portion control, so that I can make good choices and decisions. So, and also we have to keep in mind if you are diabetic or have high blood pressure, you also have to make good choices, but you still can enjoy your food. And I would like to reference the CDC, Centers for Disease and Control and Prevention, have great articles and resources to help you start your healthy eating habits and nutrition, great ideas and lifestyle changes to get you on track with their healthy eating. And we'll provide a link with this podcast so that you can go and check that out. Something I would love to share with you all is that one one month, my staff and I, we decided to do a healthy eating challenge. Hmm. Um, each week we had to commit to eating a healthy diet for one month and each week was, was assigned a specific diet that include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, and pescatarian. We meal prepped and we took pictures of our foods and sent them to group texts. Mm-hmm. So it kind of in some kind of motivated each other, gave each other ideas. And this experience was awesome. So and because we were sharing this experience together, it was challenging, but yet enjoyable. And also we had water, a water challenge and also a step challenge. It was a lot of fun. And it's just so it's it's very encouraging when you're not doing it by yourself and you don't feel alone and you can have somebody encourage you. And if they're making the sacrifice and you feel like, well, I guess I better step up and make the sacrifice. So it makes it so much fun. We can do it with a group. So Amy, have you and your family or maybe some friends ever did a meal meal challenge or a workout challenge? Yes. So I've done a challenge recently with my friends. And so we did a 21 day challenge at a local gym and they were doing like a boot camp style challenge, but, and I'm already a vegetarian. So at the time I was a pescatarian and that was back maybe six months ago. And so as a pescatarian, I was still eating fish and, you know, salmon and things like that. So when we did the challenge, we had to go to work out every single day, every day, at least a certain amount of days per week. And so the goal is eat healthy for 21 days. 
and then try to work out Mm -hmm. at least three times a week at the gym. So we hit the gym five times a week and then we ate healthy every day. Well, the first thing you had to do in the first seven days was detox your body. Mm -hmm. And so you had to cut out all the fish, no meat at all. So all of us were vegan, vegetarian for that whole week. And that was <laughs> oh, that's good. Strange. Yeah. All at the same time. And that was strange because for me, it was much easier, I think, because I wasn't already eating meat. I had to cut out the fish, but then I had to find ways yeah. to get my protein from the vegetarian lifestyle. So from the vegetables and, you know, vegetables are the primary source of protein and the beans, the legumes, mm-hmm. lentils, et cetera. So that was a challenge, but it also challenged me because I wasn't losing weight the first week. And when you don't lose weight, oh, wow. and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> to die. I'm trying to exercise five days a week. That is like the worst. It feels like failure. I mean, it does. It yeah. feels like failure. So I was getting on the scale and I hadn't lost anything. And toward the end of the second week, I finally lost four pounds at once. And I saw this scale oh, wow. under wow. a certain amount. I was like, oh, yeah, who's killing it? I am. So, <laughs> so that was Oh, I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. But my yes, friends, I, I feel like we enjoy it. See, yeah, it makes a difference when you do it with others. It's, you, I feel you get a greater experience when you have accountability partners. So I just want to remind everybody, please remember before you start a lifestyle change, make sure you talk to your doctor, especially when you have health conditions or take medications. I want everybody to be safe and make the best choices when making these changes. And keep in mind, you can start out with a small change. You know, sometimes people try to jump in and do something drastic, but to improve your health by increasing water or steps each day. So for instance, if you drink three cups of water a day, increase that to four cups a day for a week. And then the next week, increase it to five cups a day. And you don't, you do not need to make a drastic change. So suddenly just get to get results because that can lead to disaster. Cause I don't know about you, but whenever I have that mindset to do something, like sometimes, like if you say I'm going to go on a diet mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. I just find myself like craving, like everything, everything, everything. So you have to be very cautious and watchful of that, that you don't overwhelm yourself. And, you know, just have a positive attitude going into it. And, you know, it's something that you can do. And now and I understand if your life is on the line, you know, and you do need a drastic change, you know, you're, you're going to talk that over with your physician. You're going to come up with a plan and then choose a safe and the best choice for you as far as changing your lifestyle and getting things on track with you. And I was going to ask you a question about dieting, but you say, so when did you start your journey to become a vegetarian? You say vegan or vegetarian? So now I'm a vegetarian. That's been for six months. But before that, I was a pescatarian for two and a half years. Oh, wow. That is so commendable. And what made you decide to make that change? So I watched a movie on Netflix called What the Health? And it literally, and we'll put a link to that movie or the title, at least in the show notes, but What the health really illuminated my eyes into what it takes to produce, you know, meat and beef and pork and chicken and kind of Mm -hmm. the process all of it goes through. And I'm not totally comfortable with that, but I'm also not totally comfortable with the way it breaks down in my body and what my cells Mm -hmm. were going through with breaking down that meat and things like that. So I made that lifestyle choice and chose just to do the fish. 
and I'm I'm actually highly allergic to shellfish, so I can only do fish oh. literally. So I'm very when I was doing fish only, I was very limited on which fish I could actually eat because I have a high allergy to shellfish. So oh, wow. I did the shellfish for two. I mean, the I'm sorry, the fish for two and a half years, and then after watching or going through the 21 day challenge, when I was off of fish for a whole week. And then the next week mm-hmm. you had to be more off, like you still had to be off of the, the fish, but then you could start introducing it at the sixth or seventh day of that second week. I was like, no, let me just see if I can make it the whole three weeks with no fish. So I did. And then I just decided I'm just going to do it without anything that has eyeballs. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that that is so awesome and so commendable to do that as, you know, being educated about it and knowing what's best for your body. Because some people, this is that sacrifice. And I know that was kind of tough for my team when we had got together, you know, saying that we're going to do all these different meal plans and giving up the meat or giving up the sweets and everything. That was challenging because your body's like craving it, like, oh, I need just, you know, just one bite, one taste or whatever. So that is so commendable. And so now I'm going to go into those four different food plans plans that me and myself tried out. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to mm-hmm. use the word diet because that that's there's a negative stigma to it. And so I just want to say plan, food plan. So pescatarian, paleo, and vegetarian and the vegan plan. So paleo, this is a food plan that includes lean meats, fish, fruits, and vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Basically foods that were hunted or gathered in the past. Um, and it excludes foods such as your dairy, your legumes, which are your peanuts, your lentils, refined sugar potatoes, and processed foods. This food plan was a challenge for me because I love sweets. So that was tough for me. Some people like, I can't give up, you know, meat. It Mm -hmm. was the sweets. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't have like just one piece of chocolate, you know, (laughs) but that was tough for me. (laughs) But it was nice to have that challenge, you know, kind of encouragement for others. And this meal plan does help with weight loss, blood pressure, blood glucose, and lowers triglycerides. And so I put a a reference from that too, so you can look more in depth to what the details of that meal plan is. Now, vegetarian foods, varying foods that include and exclude foods. And so there are different types of vegetarian Plans which includes lacto vegetarian, which is a is a plan that excludes meat, fish, poultry, and eggs, as well as foods that contain contain dairy, milk, cheese, your yogurt, your butter. Mm. Another one is ovo. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, but OVO, OVO vegetarian plan excludes meat, poultry, seafood, dairy products, but allows the eggs. Then I have the lacto ovo. Vegetarian plan, it excludes fish, poultry, but allows you the dairy products and eggs. Pescatarian plan includes, which still goes under vegetarian, plans include, excludes meat, poultry, dairy, eggs, but allows the fish. Now, vegan, which I really enjoyed. My team went ballistic when I was like, we're going to do veg- vegan. And that means we're not going to eat any meat. And they were like, are you serious? Like, None at all, like, you know, some meat, certain types of meat. I was like, no, we're going to be strong. We're going to do this vegan. <laughs> they were looking at me like I was crazy. Like, you have, this woman has lost her mind. But I was so excited. And it excludes meat, poultry, fish, eggs, and dairy products, and foods that contain these products. So yeah. that, it, that tickled me to death because some of them gave up. They were like, oh, I will, I can't go on. I need my strength. Right. <laughs> my- protein. But it was it was still fun for me. And what I loved about it is that I was able to recreate 
just the regular meals with vegan ingredients. And I even got my youngest son who was open to trying it. And he actually had those were dishes that he actually liked. So that was exciting too, because he was, he'll be like, let me see what you're cooking. It's like, it smells good. Let me try it out. And he was like, Hey, that mom, that was real good. So that was fun to kind of get the kids involved. And I would have my husband and other kids try it. It was like, they look at it and they smell it. And it's like, come on guys, just, just take a bite. It's not that bad. It was like, okay, it's not bad. It's, it's not bad, but I, I had a lot of fun. Right. It was a great experience. Right. And when I was doing it, I was looking up vegan recipes and different people online. I came across this person I love, 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 vegan sensation, Tabitha Brown. She yes. has become a famous vegan advocate. And she's, she has a beautiful family. I don't know if you know about her, but yes. if you watch her, she is amazing. She always has words of love and wisdom and can follow her. On, you can follow her on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram very social media platform. She is amazing. She's a great wife, a mom, a social media influencer. I love her. She is just amazing. And her meals are so impressive. Like you really want to try them and eat them. They look good. Mm -hmm. And she always kind of teaches you and say, can you smell it? And I'm like, I think I can smell it. It just looked that good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> look that good. It's just so good. So if you haven't heard about Tabitha Brown, please go look her up. Amazing, amazing, amazing person and just great meals. But just to wrap everything up, this is a it's very fun and exciting topic. But, you know, you can eat food and enjoy, you know, you can eat healthy and enjoy eating healthy and enjoy your food. And so, Amy, do you have any other fun, to- any other fun points that you want to bring out in this topic or anything else you would like to add? Yeah. So I think she's such a great person to just follow and learn from because she makes this process fun because it can be daunting when you think about all the stuff you're quote, giving up to become a vegan. But even if you just look at her and, you know, try some of the recipes, but then, you know, mix it up, put your own flavor on them. I think it can be beneficial. But I also wanted to say this, that no matter what you choose to do and, and you know, you give it a try, if it doesn't work, you've tried it, but give it a week or give it a few days. Like, don't just do it one day mm-hmm. and say, oh, I got, I tried it and it didn't work. I actually yeah. came across a couple of those meal prep programs like Daily Harvest and a couple of others that I'm going to look into because my husband and I are just looking, we're both vegetarian. And so we're looking for ways to just kind of grow our recipe base without spending so much time in the kitchen. And so that's something that I'm going to be, you know, maybe making a decision about pretty soon in terms of purchasing one of those programs or trying it out for a couple of weeks and seeing how I like it. But being a vegetarian is definitely a cheaper route to go in terms of meat. Mm -hmm. We don't buy a lot of meat. And the kids are now moving into that space where they receive the vegetarian meals a whole lot more because they know Mm -hmm. that, you know, we may not know how to season the meat anymore because we can't taste it. Yeah. You're right. Problem. When you try to season meat and you're a vegetarian, you're trying to cook meat for other people. And you kind of forget how to cook it because it's not that you forget, you know how, but you can't taste it while you're cooking Mm -hmm. it to just confirm that it has everything it needs. So it's very difficult to cook meat as a vegetarian. (laughs) So my kids are like, this is nasty. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I tried tried real hard. (laughs) I tried. I tried. I did. I tried. I gave it my best. (laughs) So that's all I wanted to say. (laughs) 
Awesome points. Well, thanks for listening to the 210 Podcast, where we shine light on topics for busy moms. Be sure to leave a comment and share this podcast with your family and friends. Make sure you follow the 210 Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. Thank you.